What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the cart, we continue our series, Avatar Showdowns. First up, we have Mako. We are your hosts. I'm Austin. I'm Ricky. I'm Ian, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. And welcome back to the Cabbage Card Podcast. Today, to open up the episode, I have a little trivia to ask of Ian and Austin. Let's Did you it. make this up? Yeah, let's hear it. Well, it has something to do with Avatar news, so okay. this is a this is a good time. Okay. Aside from the intro of the show, what episode is the first appearance of Azula? We have to know the episode name. Yes. What episode is the first? No, we don't know the episode name. Okay. When when does Azula first appear? The last episode of season one. Which it? What do you know? What's the, the name? Siege of the North Part Two. Austin, do you have an answer? The last episode is Siege of the North Part Two episode, or for season one. Yeah. First appearance of Azula. I don't think that's no, her first she, appearance. Oh, you said other than the the intro. Other than the intro. Okay. That's not her first. We don't see her at the end of Siege of the North Part. No, we. You do. We do. You do. We do. Yeah, Ozai, after this shit goes down. Yeah, right? yeah. Ozai says, you know, your your brother is a failure. Your uncle is a traitor. I feel like this is a trick question. I feel like it is a trick question. Because I feel is. like there's a flashback that we yeah, see yeah, yeah. young Azula, right? Like Azula, yes. Azula in the background or something. No, we see a young Azula and Zuko flashback. Zuko alone? That's season two. That's season it's, two. It, oh, it is season two. Um, Austin's I don't, on the right I track. Think <laughs> what flashback? Yep. That's what I'm trying let's, to remember. Let's figure this yeah, out. Yeah, let's okay. figure it out. It's before Siege of the North, for sure. This is a okay. good-ass question. I'm just throwing it, this out there. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Because you wanted to go Siege of the North Part 2, but it's like, wait a minute. Is it, the I, blue, is it Blue Spirit? Nope. I want to see it's in the latter half. Okay, is it in the latter half? Uh, No. Really? I, 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 I don't think so. I think it's in the first half. And the question is, when is the actually? First time I think we see it's Azula? like it's like one or two episodes after the Blue Spirit, where so they the latter, really so the latter half. No, Blue Spirit is like episode what six? There's only like yeah, there's only like seven, like thirteen episodes or like eighteen episodes. In the I thought first there was season. like twenty two or like, something like that. I thought book one was like twenty episodes. Whatever. So it's it's in some kind of flashback. It is. What flashback? You're um, gonna be, you're gonna be ripping out your hair when you. What hair? Out. Exactly. <laughs> My beard hair. Is it? Uh, There's 20 episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What 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 flashbacks happened in season one? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember all the flashbacks. Is it where is it where Aang learns about the Avatar state? Uh, through Roku. Yeah. No. Incorrect. Is that se- that's season two as well? Isn't okay, it? I so that's this is this one. isn't giving anything is away, but I think it's the deserter. The deserter, Zhang Zhang's episode. Yeah, incorrect. Okay. No, all right, yeah. all right. Dang. I give all up. Right. I give that up. Was my guess. The episode is the storm, where you find oh, out when Aang he ran away, and and Iroh is talking to the ship crew. God damn it! And he's talking uh, about Zuko's banishment now. When where he says, remember he says, I looked away 
when Ozai burns Zuko's face, oh, Azula and right, Zhao are right there. Right there. Uh, yep. Yes. Yes. I mean, yep. Man. Hey, okay. all right. that was a good ass question, was I, it not? I couldn't remember. I, I I knew the the flashback that you're talking about when Aang freaks out. I couldn't remember when that was. See, I thought it was a different flashback. I thought it was a flashback of them when they were young. So I was, no, I was off base. No, that's I don't even think that's in season one. Yeah, it doesn't look like it is. So the storm is right before Blue Spirit, which makes sense. Right before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, the storm is episode twelve. Blue Spirit's episode thirteen. Yeah, Azula's sitting there smiling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like twelve. <laughs> dude, that's a well-written character. If you can hate uh, her at twelve yeah, years old, yeah, dude, right? You know. <laughs> All right. Wait, do we capable of hating anybody? That <laughs> that brings us into Avatar news. So this just dropped that um, Azula is going to be casted for season one. And it's kind of a hot topic. Everyone's freaking out about it. See, I'm like, I'm like, maybe it's, I think it might be a tease where we've seen Azula in season one, obviously. Right. right. Maybe their, her appearance at the end of the season is why they're casting her. I mean, think about it. If they were going to cast her as a main character, wouldn't they do that with all the other casting that was done? Wouldn't they, you know, do that? Yeah. I think I think it yeah. might be it might be like a tease. I don't know. We're we're really assuming that it's going to be a retelling of of Atla. I don't. I'm not convinced that it's going to be a complete retelling of Atla. I'm thinking maybe a sequel or maybe like book four, book four, or something between seasons one and two. It, 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 no. they can, I I don't know. Like, we we they, don't know. They've mm-hmm. released the ages of of. The oh, characters. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so. and I think actually the way that they released the casting calls, like Azula being later than everybody else, to me actually adds validity to the to the theory that it is a retelling of the show because it's like in the same way that they're introduced, they're casting those people. And I think you're right. Exactly. I think it's going to be at the very end of season one, Azula is going to be appointed to start finding the Avatar. Under general, under Ozai, I think that's exact. It's going to play out exactly like the show, and that's all we're going to see about her. Because really? think about it, dude. That's it's exactly how it hyped you up for the first one. Or she's gonna she's gonna be in the like, flashback episode. She's gonna be in the storm. But, or she's gonna be in the intro. Also that. <laughs> no, but it's like we all know the story now. So if we see Azula at the end getting appointed, it's gonna hype you up for season two. Right. It's gonna be the perfect way to end season one, just like it was the perfect way to end it in the show. What if this is this is like a turd burger? Like the whole <laughs> like the whole thing is like a turd burger, and then they try to hype you up for season two with the Zula, and they were like, "I don't care, I don't eat that's, turd burgers." That's what the M Night Shyamalan movie did. I know. <laughs> at the end, yeah. at the end, everyone's like, "There's not going to be a sequel. No. Why are you trying? Yeah, don't try." He tried for the longest time. Did he really? He did. Yeah. Everybody's like, "No, it stop. was so bad." Yeah. Go go back to your corner. <laughs> You're you're in timeout. Go talk, go, <laughs> go talk about signs or what is that? Good what's, movie. What's that uh, movie? The with the, no, the one with Glass. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh, uh, like Miss the Happening. The Happening. Oh, the oh happening. my God, it's so bad. <laughs> you gotta run from the wind. Uh, my wife was like, uh, "Hey, I want to go see um, the beach." That new M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, it's not called the beach or whatever it it's is. It's called like the Cove one. Or... 
or something. No, no, it's I'm, some. Isn't it it's not related to. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I was like, uh, no, not gonna go see that. We don't, we don't support him night. But anyway, uh, we're mad about it. Yeah, we're still, we're still, <laughs> we're still yeah, all these years later. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I went to me and my brothers went to see that movie, and Ian took us. Yeah, and less than, was, and you had a, a friend with you. Like I took all of you. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was, it was a gang an event. of people. Not only, by the way, the theater was empty, completely, uh, completely empty. People left during the movie. No way. Less, yeah. I really? Think, yeah. I think it took Ian about two minutes into the movie before he leaned over. He's like, "This movie's gonna suck." <laughs> <laughs> and we but all it, left. It was when he said "ong," and yeah. we all like leaned over and looked at each other like what did he just say like we heard that wrong right and then it was like oh and, and, it, and then they introduced soka and oh. then we're like oh jesus this oh is gonna be God. terrible do we really have to relive this right now <laughs> it's just really a, to... i don't know it's just a funny story no i know I i'm just i'm just being we left dick. feeling we sat through the whole thing oh wow <laughs> yeah dude yeah wow yeah. I, I don't leave movies i i pay i think at the time it was like eight bucks right I'd like i I'm paying eight bucks. I'm staying till the end. Well, even if it's terrible, you have to know just how terrible it is. Sure. So you have to finish it. So we can have these kind of stories. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was so bad. If you leave in the middle, we you will... never really will get to know how bad it might have been. Right. You ever like leave a movie theater and everyone's just like not talking? Like <laughs> yeah. they're yes. just quiet and it's like that was not Pretty a good experience. Uh, that happened actually at the end of Fury for a different reasons. Well, because, that's different. Yeah, the exactly. That movie? Yeah, that was such a good Dude, movie. Dude, and the, it ends, there's no music. So everybody's literally shuffling out of there in dead silence. It was like, holy shit, that movie was intense. Yeah, yeah but was, that's a good movie. I know, yeah, That's yeah. a way different <laughs> That's reason. the only experience I've had, though, like that. When you walk out of a movie and it's not good and you're just like, <laughs> no, one, no one's having a good time. <laughs> like, I, I feel ripped off. I'm, I'm fairly certain that that happened after episode eight. Yep. I, yeah. I, we all that we went uh, with Danny and Fredo, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and we just we walked out to the to the front of the the. Uh, theater, there were a lot and, of angry people, and we were just like, "What did we just sit through?" Oh man, there were a lot. We of hate we angry hate on people. that so much. I know there's a lot of people that really like that that. Uh, trilo- the more casual the fans. I don't know. They're not casual. They're like diehard for the trilogy. Really? Yeah. 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 It's intense. I don't know. I really like shitting on stuff, and I really like shitting on episode eight. But, you know, I know people do like I it. like shitting on the Hobbit tr- series, the trilogy. But, like, at the same time, like, I grew up watching the prequels, so, like, The Phantom Menace has never bugged me because I was, like, four when it came out, mm-hmm. you know? So right. I, I understand that there was Star Wars fans in from the 70s that really hate that movie. Or just right. anybody that started watching it before the prequels. Yeah, yeah. and... So I I I'm not angry that there's people that like the sequels. Ian's having like a mind blowing moment over here. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I personally hate the sequels. Ah, uh, okay. Just I you know what? I don't mind episode seven, and I don't te- necessarily mind episode nine. But at eight, just I don't know. I I consider myself an amateur like film critic. I, I'm really not. I, I'm terrible. But uh, oh, we I, all like pop culture stuff. I know, yeah. right? But I, I sat there and like ripped apart episode eight after the fact. I, like people come into the shop and like and want to talk and debate Star Wars all of the time. Really? Yeah. At Triforce Collectibles in downtown Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> sure. Nice. Like, and when episode eight came out, like diehard Star Wars fans was like, I got to get down there and talk to Danny and Ian. Like, so, do you think that this has created like a kind of like 
PTSD for that maybe you have expectations for the Netflix series that it could be something like that. Like whatever yeah. comes out of Avatar Studios could be like really detrimental to your overall image of the I franchise. I think the last airbender gave me PTSD. <laughs> you're okay, Definitely. yeah. Uh, so you see how bad it could be and you're wondering is it going to be like this for other stuff? Well, the only concern that I have is that is is Paramount is is just this giant company and they they oversee Avatar Studios and they have these practices that they have to that they adhere to or whatnot. I don't know and I know Brickel has like complete creative control over over what's going out, but they still have to answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. And if it goes like any way, shape, or form in, in a in a direction that that Paramount's not agreeing with, then they might change it. I I don't know. The same same complaint. That's showbiz, baby. But but the, <laughs> but we complain that that Marvel or Disney has Star Wars. Disney ruined Star Wars, or Disney ruined Marvel. You know, I, uh, is is Paramount? Uh, I wouldn't say Disney ruined Marvel. I they, think Marvel took off after Disney. Well, there's yeah. people that feel that way. Okay, so I mean, that's the point you're making. Though. That's the yeah. point I'm making. Yeah. I mean, Captain Marvel. Did you watch Captain Marvel? I've never seen it. No, really? No, <clears throat> not my favorite. But, it's yeah. not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Go watch Wonder Woman instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what it was. That says a lot. But that's what that's kind of what I'm saying is that there was. You know, they're pushing something. People thought they were pushing something with Captain Marvel, you know, because Disney is the parent company of Marvel, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but my understanding, Avatar Studios is underneath Nickelodeon. Which is a it, part of Which is a part Paramount. of Paramount. Yeah. But that's how they've always uh, – Avatar's always been under Nickelodeon. Right. So I don't see, like, Paramount or, or I think it's how'd Viacom. You, how'd you right? like how'd you like the season or series finale of Korra there, Ricky? Like uh, that's a no 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 no. That's the thing. I'm like I love the product they produced with their with the shortcomings from the studio. So I'm not really that scared of of like the big corporate. It sounds to me like they're getting greenlit. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but it's like right now it's all talk. And Until we get some stuff right. coming out, like we don't really know. And hot take, I bet Nickelodeon is like smacking their face. If Korra and Asami had kissed at the end of Korra, that would be huge. I don't know if at the time. When, when did that come out? Maybe uh, 24. 14? I don't know if, if the community was, was the community, ready for that. The community wasn't there, but that's what I'm saying. Nickelodeon could have been like, damn, we could have been ahead of ahead of it. Mm, no, I don't think. I think they played it right. I think I think there was a young fan base at the time. You know, it's not, you know, I think they did a good job. And I think now when they're going into it, they can, they can get that. I, that topic is so, like, in the forefront right now that it's okay to address that. I mean, people have an, have a problem with with teachers in, in their schools teaching their kids something that they don't necessarily right, agree with. Right. So when you have a company like Nickelodeon doing that, I, I can see how parents might get upset over something like that. How right. dare you teach my kids that you know whatever? Mm-hmm. So it these companies have to have to walk a fine line, and and now that that Nickelodeon knows that this topic is okay to talk about. I think they'll they'll start bringing that kind of stuff back into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're all, they're already kind of like teasing Definitely. it a little bit, sure. more than teasing it with all the comics. I mean, it's all over. Yeah. The, you know, the, right. they're they're much more um, 
open in the comics about a lot of topics that they couldn't be in the show at the time. Right. And the comics are, are much newer. So Right. And I think Breichel likes to do that. Yeah. They like to address those topics. Like Sorry. shed shed light on some things that <laughs> previously they didn't have the opportunity to right. Do. right. Because they you know, they're I feel like at the end of the day, Breichel, they're they're really good people. You know, sure. and they have good intentions and they have good hearts and I feel like they're they're gonna do their best to make sure everybody feels like they're included or represented. Sure. And I think that you know, why what's wrong with that? Uh, not, not I'm not saying that any of us say that there's something wrong with that. It's just now they get a chance to do that. Right. You know? Without any kind of limitations. Yeah. You know, or the same limitations that they had with Atla and Korra. Yeah. Because there's definitely more limit. There's different limitations. That, that, like you said, around. they still got to answer to somebody. So they right. can write as many scripts as they want. But at the end of the day, you know, somebody's got to sign off on each episode. Right. And they may run into the same issues that like South Park has. Not even South Park can do everything they want to do. Well, I mean, they're on late at night now, so they can pretty much do whatever yeah, they want. Right, but there was a time. <laughs> there was a time. Sure, that stuff is is okay yeah. to talk about now. So they're like, oh, yeah. okay, well, well, at least we're on at like 11, 12 o'clock, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, South Park goes like, the stuff they want to talk about is well, totally not like they, social. They, ju- <laughs> they purposely talk about what you're not supposed to be talking about. Right. You, right. Like, I love South Park because it's it's uh, – I've seen commentary every on, episode of South Park. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's satire uh, on the real world. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. like weeks after it happens, like, like, have <laughs> it's you relevant? It's, have, it did is seven. Relevant. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh the my time, god! Time constraints that they're on to get to get all the these episodes out in a timely fashion. There's a documentary on that. Yeah, yeah. That Bill yeah. Hader's on it. B- he's Bill like, Hader was. He's writing like a voice. Well, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For South Park. Oh, cool. Oh my I didn't god, know that. that was a really good and and. They're just going over an episode that they bust out in a week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get down a South Park rabbit hole after this, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? after the Star Wars rabbit hole we just got pulled ourselves out of, I did want to uh, mention some one of our one of our listeners reached out on uh, Instagram and commented on something that's, uh, from Toff's MBA, which is our number one favorite book to hate on. <laughs> and, uh, no, we yes, it is. I mean, come on, let's be yes, honest. Yes, it is. We'd be I, we, you, I, you know, we'll read it again. We'll read it a hundred times, but it's still our favorite one to kind of just poopy on a little I've bit. never read it again. I read but, it once. Uh, we, 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 we had a complaint. One of our complaints was that, like, in the uh, in the illustrations on it, Toph, they, we thought that they were doing seismic sense for Toph a little bit differently in the book than it was presented in the show. And that's because there's, like, a bunch of, like, little red squigglies all over the ground instead of the almost like daredevil style seismic sense that we see in the show in the show. Yeah. And his comment was that that's not her seismic sense. That's her feeling earth bending in the, in the lava bending in the ground. Well, she doesn't know that yet. I thought that was her feeling. I thought you were saying that's her feeling lava. The the line is when we see this, she says, what is that? It's earth bending, but not. So she's feeling, she's feeling lava bending. Yeah. But we just don't know it yet. And looking back at it, um, I think that is actually 100% correct. And I'll show you here. You know, this is for Ian and Ricky. Obviously, the people listening to a podcast are not going to be able to I see. I mean, we can put these panels up on our socials. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually might be a good idea to create a discussion on this because it, we see here all these squigglies, right? And she's feeling some kind of bending. She doesn't know what it is exactly. She stumbles across the underground fighting uh, fight club club in the in the warehouse. Things go down, you know, after the dust has settled and she and everybody leaves because they think she's a cop. <laughs> there is a uh, little did they know. Yeah. Little Foreshadowing. Did they know. Oh, shoot. I just lost it. There's a there's a uh, image where she's standing 
outside of the warehouse and on the ground is actual physical like scar marks that are exactly the same as these squiggles. Okay. That she's that we thought were seismic sense. Okay. I can't find the panel right now. I just had it, but I think that that adds proof. Is that, is that it right there? Which one? Right there. No, no, no. See that? Yeah. So these scars is what is what what, is she, what she sees. What's uh? What's that character's name again? Sun. 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 Yeah. S U or yeah. S U N. In fact, you were asking that it says that's the line he's saying right there. You should care. My name's Sun. Remember it. Nice. <laughs> is that Corny. foreshadowing? Should we know who Sun is? Maybe. Sun. Oh yeah. Here it is. So it's the exact same. It's the exact same design. Oh, as, as, I see what you're saying. No, no. That's the seismic that, sense. That is the scar that Sun left after. That's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. She's feeling. It's, she's feeling the ground crack and the lava underneath this it. This is like the same as the as the so, seismic sense that she's feeling. She's feeling a specific type of bending. That's why they draw it that way, and that's why it's not seismic sense. I think that's the point. Okay. No, I think it is seismic sense. Or right, but, but they're it's... depicting it differently because she's specifically feeling lava bending. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's emanating from her foot. Well, no, we're it's not, not. We're not denying that it's, it's seismic look, sense. Look, we're justifying the art style. Look at okay. she follows a path. You know what I'm saying? It's not it, coming from her foot. It's going to her foot. Oh, it's going to her. Okay. 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 You right. Uh, yeah, Ricky said it perfectly. We're not. Yeah, we're we're at least adding clarity to the style they chose to draw yeah. that in. Because we were like, this seismic sense isn't even the true seismic <laughs> sense. This is shitty. Okay, so so the theory is that she's just feeling what lava move underneath her foot, essentially. Uh, I mean, Toph Toph is blind. She sees with earth bending. So. She's always she just mansplain. <laughs> Seismic a top to me. Get out of here, Ricky. I've seen no. this show as much as you have. So so yeah, she can feel when something's off, she can feel it. Yeah. When something's like, oh, I've never felt that before. That was their way of, of drawing that she was feeling something unfamiliar. Different. And different. Okay, I can get down with that. And as a reader, we're like, hey, this looks different too. Bam. Yeah. As a reader, we're like, this isn't seismic sense. <laughs> this is the only thing I know, and it's not that, so it sucks. <laughs> this is different, and that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. That's exactly what yep. we did. <laughs> Little uh, do we know, we're just idiots. Turns out, turns out. Okay, I do. I can. I can get down with that. I mean, it's headcanon at this point. It is. Yeah, we or don't it, have anything to, to it's, say. It's up for for discussion. But I can I can get down with that. It makes me feel better about the book. Sure, it does. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep, definitely. Yep, yep. So does that does that imply that she might know lava bending? No. Well, the says... book implies that she might know it. Like at, well, the, at end. the end, yeah. Yeah, she. Well, she says when she's feeling this, it's earth bending, but not. So she doesn't quite know when she's feeling okay. it. Okay. I, I guess I'm gonna have to read it again. Ricky, and so are you, buddy. <laughs> Episode 18, Toff's Metal Bending Academy. Check it out. <laughs> the Capture Car Podcast. Is I'm it 18? I, oh. I think I might have nailed that. <laughs> I'm not 100%, but I might have nailed that. It might be Episode 18. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to fact check it. We're going to fact check it right now, dude. Let's look at this. we got the power of the internet at our fingertips. Toff's MBA is actually, who's got a guess? You said 18? I said 18. It is dun, 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 10. No, it's or no, excuse me, 16. <laughs> 16. 16. God, you suck, Ricky. 
dude, I'm not that far <laughs> off. Fuck you guys. Yeah, we got 40 plus episodes and he's off by two. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Your guessing is terrible. All right. What's the topic of discussion today? We teased it last episode. Let's talk about Avatar showdowns. We got, and we're gonna do. We're gonna get a little obscure with this one, though, too. Well, I mean, we we've, we've well, done we've like the topics. We've done like yeah. Toph versus Kavira, and, and like the Katara versus Mingwa, all that kind of stuff. Tenzin versus Zaheer. Sure. Yeah. So the we ones got, everybody wants to see. Sure, but we got some some off the off the cuff little little verses over here. You had a really good one. That I think we should start with me. Uh, yeah. What's that? I think that I What's think that? I think that this is actually. I never thought about this, but it's actually really good. I think Mako versus. So you were saying Mako versus any firebender in Atla? In Atla, yeah. Versus any firebender. Any firebender. Any, any oh. firebender. Ozai? Ozai. So, okay. Ozai would smack that <laughs> ass, dude. <laughs> okay, so there is... I, I don't... I don't I'm, know. I'm not going to do this this theory any justice, but uh, there is a, a theory that Mako is, is one of the strongest firebenders in the entirety of at least Korra because... And if he's if he's a strong firebender in Korra, since bending has evolved so much since Atla, he would just be a way better firebender than say Ozai. It is the Michael Jordan in his uh, right before he retires versus Kobe Bryant in his prime kind of conversation. Oh, okay, I see. I see what you're saying. I mean, Michael Jordan all day. I mean. Not against prime Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. But that's a different so, podcast. <laughs> so, okay. You're saying, in the sense, Ozai is Michael Jordan retiring. Yes. Okay. And then Mako so, is, is essentially Kobe Bryant coming in, trying to trying to prove a point that he's also a badass firebender. almost unfair because you could argue that most firebenders are more powerful than the firebenders in Atla. You Be- can make that argument. Because, because we, we see in the show lightning bending – was only known by the royal family, <laughs> yes, right? We yes, know we know from Kiyoshi uh, that they were studying Zhu Ping on. Um, so that technique was kept secret. Now the fire, na- the war has ended, and I imagine part of Zuko's plan as Fire Lord is like, "Hey, teach teach this technique," and by the time of Korra, it's it's well known, right? And dragons are a thing. And they open in the world again. again. People can learn from them. Sure. They can understand. Well, I, I guess it, I, I don't want to get this confused, though. I think there's probably a difference between right, like the ben, the masters and then just dragons like Zuko has. Right. Or Roku. Yeah. yeah. Like those. Like I think that the masters we well, saw I don't, are no. the, ma- like the, like the, the no, because, king because, and queen maybe. Um. Would it be like the like Sky Bison? Sky Bison. Sky Bison are the ma- that's what I was going for. Or like the Badger Moles. So wouldn't all all dragons be firebenders? And if we follow that line, masters of thinking, or masters? Yeah. Well, I, we don't really see like when Toph learns how to earthbend from the Badger Moles, they don't do some like intricate eye. It's a like, different kind of bending. enlightening enlightening uh, ceremony. It's a different kind of bending, though. It's a different understanding. The the the. The misunderstanding of lightning and we or a uh, fire is that it's all about like power, right? And we learn later from the masters is that it's not about power. It it's, it, it gives it's life. It's about life. It's yeah. about life. Yeah. I don't think. I, so you also mentioned though that the reason why the people think this that Mako might be the best is because 
He can lightning bend the easiest. He can instantaneously produce lightning. I mean, he does this like like fast like movement that that you see in in Atla, but he just like boom lightning. You know, but the the workers that that yeah. in, the, in that electrical facility, they're yeah. also doing the same thing. And or, then and then uh, what's his face when Amon takes his bending and he's shooting out lightning and it turns into fire? He's, right. He, I love that he, aspect. That's yeah, so yeah. fucking that cool. That was so cool. That was so cool. Oh, man. Defies, like, physics and all that, but that's cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> lightning can turn into fire. You know, people just shooting lightning out of their hands has nothing to do with physics anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Avatar has a lot I mean, to do with <laughs> physics. Thanks thanks for that. If we want to be, like, super technical, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think um, I think if we're talking uh, Ozai versus Mako, I think the one, the one caveat is the uh, – the training that Ozai has, uh, mar- martial arts wise versus Mako, I wouldn't. So the like you were saying, like the Jordan Kobe thing. Like I don't think when we see uh, Ozai, he's at his, he's in his thirties. He's in his prime. You know, like yeah, he's in his prime. Right. So we're talking about prime Jordan right. versus yeah. prime Kobe. You know, like, and I think that's a good analogy. That'd be is, such is, a is, badass <laughs> match, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Is Mako is Mako in his prime in the show? Yes. You think? Uh, I think at the end of Korra, yeah, sure. Season four, Korra, Mako. Sure. Yeah. No, because right after that, he breaks his arm and is just useless in the comics. Well, they, right. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of useless. He, I mean, useless. I don't think they're in the prime. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Mako. I don't think Mako. I would say I think Ozai is probably in his prime. Maybe uh, he's probably. How old is Ozai? 35 years old 39 there's definitely um a correct answer to this one and i i don't know what that is yeah. but like he's probably like in his 30s sure right? yeah, yeah so would he be better at like 28 is that his prime mm, maybe more athletic so and then how old mako's probably see i don't think mako's in his prime no. mako's like 18 Okay, or, or at the well, I think at the end of Korra, they're all in their early twenties. Says so that he's in his forties. Ozai, Ozai's in his because he's born fifty five AG. You're right. Time passes between season three and four, right? And and they all age up, but still twenty twenty one. I think right. He might be. What were you doing when you were twenty one? You weren't in your prime, <laughs> were you? I mean, am I my prime now? I don't know. Shit. How do you know when you're in your prime? Ozai knew. I know when Ozai knew when he was in his prime. <laughs> Ozai was like, "I'm about to be the Phoenix King." Yeah, he knew. He was calling. The, he was calling his shots right away. I, I, that's a hard. Dis- I mean, I wouldn't say there's anything that makes me think Mako's exceptionally strong. Okay, so I agree. I agree, but I also agree that the the Firebenders in in Korra are probably more power are more powerful than right. the Firebenders in Awa. Well, we talked about this in the showdown too. Gang versus crew, who wins? Gang. Uh, gang. Uh, gang all easy, day. All easy. day. So, all day. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Although like, I think the, the Sokka-Asami fight might be might, – uh, Asami would beat Sokka. I think yeah, Asami, I think Asami yeah. would beat Sokka. But, yeah. uh, but Toph would beat Bolin. Zuko – I don't know if Zuko would beat Mako. I don't know. That's the thing. I think Aang would Zuko be Korra. versus Mako is the next one we got to get into <laughs> actually, for sure. Actually, I wouldn't – okay, now that we've talked about – the prime in, in, in Mako and Korra, would you say that Bolin is a better bender than Mako at the end of Korra? And if you pit them together, who would win? I love Bolin's style. That's the thing. Like I like what I like I, I think Bolin's 
cooler to watch, but he's just not quite as refined. I think that plays to the the fight, though. Well, he's an earthbender, too. I mean, re- like being refined and super technical, not necessarily there. Right. Why the hell have we not seen this? Mako- How cool would it be if two brothers get in a fight and right and show and show down in the street and then you know one of them gets hurt and it's like oh we have seen oh that. snap we have seen that really Con Rock versus oh. yeah but like <laughs> but like they they really hated each other that was I'm a badass about, fight yeah, dude that was I'm talking about two brothers that like just got they like each other but they got, got in a fight. heated yeah got they heated, both, they both wanted fight. to date Cora and then yeah, yeah, Mako yeah. ended up dating Cora <laughs> yeah ooh I would like to see that I like so Bolin's lava bending and earth bending. Versus Mako's lightning bending and fire bending. See, I think lava bending beats lightning bending. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think lava bending is kind of OP. Yeah. I think we've yeah. talked about this before where where it's kind of unstoppable. It's, it's like it's, water bending, but with the ground is basically what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. Yeah. And water bending is like. And it's so, the thing is, it's so destructive. Like it, yeah. It, I mean, I mean, Gazan takes down the wall of Bossing Say. Yeah, with ease. lava bending. With yeah, ease. yeah. Well, and then you can create like uh like walls of structures around you much easier and quicker than you can with defend earth against fire. Yeah, you can tunnel way easier. You can tunnel. You can be underground. Well, I'm just thinking like you shoot up a wall like the, like yeah. they do with water bending, a huge wall, and instead of turning it into ice, they just turn it back into stone. Right. You know, and right. that's like the whole like. Being able to skid around on like they do in water bending, uh, but you can do that on lava Oof. and lava. Oh my lava God, actually man. destroys thing when it touches it instead of just getting wet like water bending. And then plus, I mean, we've all played Pokemon, so we know lightning can't hurt rock. Come on now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. Dude, there's, that's <laughs> all the proof effective. you need right there. <laughs> Not very that's all effective. the proof you. <laughs> Maka used lightning. Actually, it wasn't very effective. <laughs> Actually, I think it's like zero effect. Zero effect. Yeah, yeah you it's, can't it's do anything. Like, it doesn't even say not very effective. Anyway, really nerdy right there. Sorry. <laughs> as soon as it touches, so say say they go into their, uh, like Toph does, where she wraps herself in rock, or like Aang does, right? Mm-hmm. right. As soon as lightning hits that, it becomes gr- grounded. And it, sure. what does it do? Nothing. But that's not Bolin's style either. I don't think Bolin would wrap around, wrap himself around with, with rock. He's more agile than that. Yeah, yeah. He's more. He's not defensive. That's defensive. He's offensive. He's true. Offensive. He's positive. Jing. True. He's positive. Jing. Uh, earthbending. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And that's amazing. I love that. I love that that you just said that. Okay. Because earthbending's supposed to be neutral. Neutral Jing. Jing. Yeah. And uh, Bolin is like nah nah nah. Well, Bolin not and in my Kupira. house. But that's like that's oh, all. Kubira's the same way. She's positive, Jane. But I would say the Beifongs are a little more towards the neutral side. Oh, for sure. I think I think they, yeah, they're... for sure. Although Su Yin is dope, man. She fights. So, oh my god, I love the way so she fights. You guys think metal bending is kind of like a a positive Jing style? I think the. We're going. We're going off. Of, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Tangent. We're still talking about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I I think uh, metal bending uh, in the style that Kuvira has is definitely more positive than neutral. I think metal bending is over um, hyped. I don't think it's as strong Ooh. as people think it is. Mm. Not against lava bending. Not against most things. Lava bending's OP. The only thing it's probably really strong against is earth bending, or I mean uh, air bending. Don't you dare! Yeah, you're right. Don't you dare badmouth 
Metal bending. I think lava bending. Do you remember? Metal bending is dope. Do you remember when they told Toph, even you can't bend metal? (laughs) And then she bent metal. I do. (laughs) I do. It was an emotional experience. (laughs) I think it's super cool. I don't think it's as strong as as everybody would want it to be. Um, But do do we answer the question though? Before we get off the rails too far, who wins? Bolin. I think we're well even before that. No. No, before that, see, we're already way too down the hole. You don't even remember where we're at. <laughs> Does Mako beat anybody in ATLA? Firebender. <sighs> Man. Okay, so I, I don't subscribe to that, that thought process that Mako is a powerful bender, or pow- more powerful than Ozai. I think Ozai's martial arts training uh, would trump anything that, uh, that Mako can do. I think Ozai would be the only one that could beat him, though. Okay. I, I think he'd beat Zhang Zhang. Zhang Zhang's old, man. I, well, I know. Yeah, exactly. does he beat Iroh? I think Iroh can redirect. Oh, yeah. Iroh can redirect. Iroh can oh, yeah. redirect. So can Ozai. So, uh, so can Mako. Ozai doesn't so know how to redirect. So can Mako. Mako can redirect. So then light, lightning bending would be would be wiped out of the equation at that point. They're just playing tennis back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if, if Ozai beats, I think Iroh beats Ozai, but whatever. Um, if and if Ozai can beat Mako, then I think Iroh beats Mako. I I can't here. Okay, here's kind of a problem with Ozai. The only time we see him fight is during Sozin's comment. Yeah. No, so, that's not at all when we see him fight. That when he when with I, Ozai. Oh, with Ozai. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I? You did said I, the only time you said Ozai. Did you say the only time he fights? You said is, all, only time we we see, we see Iroh Ozai, fight. Ozai. Oh, Ozai, Ozai fight is during Sozin's comment. So we don't have. I need to listen better. We don't have. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's op. You know he's yeah. he's overpowered there. You know he's he's got his super saiyan on. So, uh, but we talked about this too though. Like I think it's understood in the show that at the time, even without Day of Black Sun, Ozai is the most powerful firebender. In in Awa, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would. I would put Azula as set. Uh, no, Iroh second. Iroh. Sorry. Sorry. As far as raw power, I, yeah, I think Iroh, Iroh Sorry. second. My bad. My so, bad. I, I, so you're saying Iroh and, Iroh and uh, and Ozai could beat Mako? I think Iroh, oh, yeah. Iroh and Ozai beats Mako. I think Azula would probably get the upper hand given her, her martial arts training that Ozai also has. But I'm not. I think it's gonna be. It would be close. It would be neck and neck. It would be like the Agni Kai. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you said Azula, I'm like, I think Azula beats Mako, which means I think Ozai beats Mako. Right. Agni Kai. Yeah, and Iro yeah. beats Azula, and which I, means Iro beats Mako. Right. Right. Yeah. So and I, but I think this list is I think, growing. <laughs> I think Zuko because we're any any Atla Firebender. So, but I think I I don't think Zuko beats Mako. Mako. I do not think Zuko beats Mako. I agree with you, honestly. That's probably going to piss some people Even off. Even though he's learned from the Masters. I No, I agree with that. I agree with that, too. Because I think Zuko can't generate lightning, although he do, he can redirect lightning. He Actually, can't, can't we, we've still never seen him generate it. And no, the reason never. why he couldn't is Iroh told him you have to settle the conflict within yourself before you. I mean, he, maybe later on in life he was able maybe, to. Maybe, but we've still never seen maybe it. Maybe after the promise or the search. And right. there's a part of me that kind of thinks that he he was never able, able to. We don't even see it when we he fights in Korra. Korra. 
Nope. Which we you don't would, see it at all. Which would have been a killer moment for oh him to, God, for, right? to lightning bend. You're like, he can do it. Oh, they missed a huge opportunity there. <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about this earlier. Mako, during the Equalist fight, he gets like clamped by one of their, their mecha tanks or whatever mm-hmm. and shocked. And he grabs the cord that's shocking him and, he and l- shoots it back. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so sick. Yeah, it, it is. It's so sick. That earlier I was like, Mako can redirect lightning. And I was just thinking of that scene and I was like, man, that was a good one. So basically Mako only beats Zhang Zhang. <laughs> I think he beats uh, Zuko. Zuko. I think he beats Zuko. Or Zuko. Zuko. Okay. Yeah, that's right. yeah. I think okay. I think he beats Zhao. Easy. Oh, Zhao too. I forgot yeah, about Zhao. Yeah, yeah. Zhao's pff, Zhao's nothing. Chopped liver. Yeah, Zhao's, <laughs> Zhao's a try hard. Yeah, I think that's what, uh what other that, firebenders do we see in Atla? Mm, I think I mean is that it? John John. Not Roku. Um, Roku doesn't count. Um, no, I don't. Who's the dude with the stash? A lot of characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are any of the rough, the rough rhinos or whatever. Um, no, uh, yeah, no. Mako whatever. beats all of them. I think Zuko beats all of them. Z- yeah, I just watched that that episode where Zuko and Iroh meet. That's why I think Iroh beats Ozai. Um, Iroh is like five steps ahead of everybody. Wait, so so Zuko and, and Iroh riding on top of this chocobo looking chicken thing, and he's he's Iroh ostrich horse. ostrich horse whatever <laughs> chocobo looking chicken. <laughs> what a casual! Uh, you're you're gonna need to buy I, Beast I, of Nation when it comes out. I pull I pull out some Final Fantasy freaking stuff, and you're gonna call me casual. Get Whoops. out of here, Ricky. Whoops. Anyway, I hate TTR or turn based RPGs. Me too. Anyway. Only po- only Pokemon. Whatever. Man. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, the episode where they meet the Rough Rhinos, or is that what they're called? The Rough Rhinos? I don't think so. Whatever. Rough Riders, mount up. Um, yeah. I think it is Rough Rhinos. And they're, and they're riding on the back of the Chocobo, and, and Iroh's like, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired. And so the, they, all, they all surround Zuko and, and Iroh, and Iroh takes out all of them. Like with ease, yeah. with the with the rock, doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he, he chain up a rock? Yeah, like he's he, not even firebending; <laughs> he's just smashing them. Yeah, he like he does some stuff. He he's got gra- like an anvil, or yeah, a, yeah, and he like smacks. Flail. The, he, flail. No, he like he wraps the the chain around uh, like a, a horse, and then he smacks the the ass of the the horse, and it like pulls the guy off. And he did it with ease. He knew they were there the entire time. That's why, because. Because he's, clever. He, he's strategist. Because he's a veteran and he's actually been to war, I think that's how Ozai beats or uh, Iroh, Iroh beats. beats Ozai. Anyway. Okay, mm. that's a really good take, actually. I like that. So it seems like Mako's losing a lot of these fights that we're pitting him up against in, in Atla. All with the exception of like Zuko and Zhao and Zhang Zhang. Does he beat Zhang Zhang? Can, well, you said uh, he did. Yeah, who who yeah, does, he does he beat for sure? In any in any any show, ATLA or Korra. Do you think he beats Katara? Um, he beat Ming Mingwa. I he murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> She's I, dead. I I mean I, I think the this the thing that Mako has going for him is the lightning bending. Versus versus because uh, like we said earlier, we know electric is super effective, effective. against water types. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, he wouldn't beat Aang. I mean, Aang can redirect. Well, this goes back to the point though. Is like there's nothing in Korra that says he's exceptionally strong. I, like it almost seems like why are we talking I think, about? It? I, I think... mean, I mean, I mean, he's the same as Bolin. He's a fighter. He they're trained fighters. 
they True. train I like don't know you how know trained they are pro, uh, bending, pro bending i sure, mean okay right now i don't want to square up with someone that's a training boxer sure you know mm-hmm. when that's the, how they they compare like bolin and kuvira is that he's they're like boxers right right um so yeah mako i i don't i think mako could fuck some people up dude like, i i honestly. i think so too i think we're a little underselling him but he beat well he beat sokka for sure well i mean if zuko beats sokka I mean, who who does Sokka be? Then? Uh, well, Sokka. <laughs> Poor Sokka. Poor Sokka. Wait, I think uh, in the comics, doesn't don't, don't they sword fight or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, and that, he hits him with the boomerang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. There's, there's no sword bending and or something like that. It's always, there's no boomerang yeah. and sword bending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how awful would it be to get popped by that boomerang? Oh, Just saying, dude. Like. Oh it's my metal. God. And, and, and it's like sharp. It's sharp. And not only like boomerangs were designed to break kangaroo necks. So speaking of the boomerang, I just watched the, the, uh, episode where, uh, Sparky, Sparky boom man was, was, uh, attacking them in the, the air temple In the air temple. Yeah. And they actually have trigonometry in, in Atla. So where so- he- Sokka is, is calculating uh, where the the strikes are coming from, and then he like he measures yep. and then throws the boomerang in the fashion that caused it to go back up and hit Sparky Sparky Boomerang. Are you serious? I, no, yes, no, dude. I, I know exactly look, what you're talking he, about. He's oh, looking, that's I know, right. He yeah. uses the boomerang to like yep. mark it. It's trigonometry, man. Dude, like, insane, insane. Sasaka may be a little bit underrated too. Uh, he's definitely underrated, and, and that's the problem with his character. And and I think that's why a lot of people ship Sokka with with other people because. He's so underrated. Well, now Sokka has a brain. Sure. Sokka Sokka is tactical mm-hmm. in the same or well, you know, you see him That's uh, his that's run his ability. The day of Black Sun, he he leads the fight. He's he's not very uh, he's not a very skilled fighter, so to speak. I mean, he's been trained by uh Piendao, but he's not a skilled fighter in the same way that maybe Mako is. I would say uh post Piendao that's where Sokka really gets sure. buffed. That's oh, yeah. his. That's his buff. I don't even He's think we see him Krillin, in his, But I don't even know, think we see him Krillin. in his prime. I, I think Sokka later. Sokka, Sokka in his twenties, thirties. That's where Sokka really. The Sokka where they where Republic City. Where he, Sokka, where he dies to uh, Red Lotus. Sokka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Sokka. yeah that, that head cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's Sokka. So in that sense, he still loses. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I think I think Mako beats Sokka. I think Mako beats uh, Katara. Um, does Mako beat Suki? Yeah. I don't know, man. Ooh, are we talking? Um, I want to see Suki learning um, uh, chi blocking because Tai Ooh. Lee taught the Suki warriors. The I want to see. I would. That's prime Suki. Chi blocking Suki is a a with fucking the fans? threat. Ooh. Yes. Does does uh, Ty Lee beat Mako? Maybe Ty Lee. Yeah. Ty Lee technically beat Azula. Right. What's the cheap? Well, one? no, that, that she, was cheap shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cheap shot. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. That was that was. Yeah. I don't know. I I. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I think Ty Lee beats Mako. I think Ty Lee because Ty Lee beats most benders that we see. Right. When That's as true. soon as, as soon as she, if if she gets one hit in, he, you're you're I lost. Mean, he was taken out by the equalist chi blockers, yep. but, but they, multiple. They, the whole the whole thing with chi blocking 
is that it it has to become it has to come out of nowhere. Katara got she blocked a couple times, but it was out of nowhere. She the first time she didn't know what the hell it was gonna happen. Second time it just she got the drop on her. Don't uh, I thought I thought Katara and Tai Lee fight in um, Return to Omashu when they name it New Ozai, and that's that's when that's when May and Tai Lee are like introduced to the show, and I think they fight on top of the like the scaffolding of the the statue that they're building. Yeah, and then Katara's like, what is this? Oh, my God. Right, right, And then right. later on, when when they're running from Appa, because he, he keeps dropping the, the tufts of hair, they they fight, Sokka and, and Katara fight Tai Lee and, and Mai, May. May. Damn it. <laughs> Why do you always I don't Mai? know, because I, I think, is it May, like from Overwatch? <laughs> uh, and then and then Katara says, be careful. She, she chi blocks, and that's where... Uh, Sokka like headbutts her finger right when she tries to chi block him. She's like, "Ha, ah, she blocked my head." I think Tylee beats Mako. Yeah, I think Tylee. I think Tylee beats Mako. And I especially think good. Suki beats Mako post only after learning chi blocking. I if, think it's the chi blocking if, that beats. If Tylee beats Mako, then chi blocking Suki beats Mako. I, well, Tylee's much more athletic than she's. Suki. Uh, yeah, and well, she can she can definitely dodge a fireball. Like with ease, Suki Suki beat uh, Ty Lee in the Boiling Rock Part Two, when she's mm. like, "I've been waiting for this rematch." I just watched this episode. It's I such thought a, I thought she was said a good that episode, man. I thought she said that to Azula. Well, the, it was Azula, Ty Lee, but and, and May coming up. That no one beats each other. They they cut the line, so so Azula and Ty Lee retreat. So the the fight never ended. Well, if I ended in Tylee betraying Azula. I think, well, yeah. I think if you you were to say something like Suki beat Tylee, that would mean Tylee got thrown into the boiling water. (laughs) Like that, that, that's Suki beat Tylee. I think if you take away the chi blocking, I think Suki beats uh, Tylee easily. But uh, that's kind of Tylee's thing. Right. So if you take away, if you take away, Tylee's combat skills, Suki would win. Like that's what you're. I don't. So I don't uh, think. I don't think Suki beats Mako even with chi bit chi really? blocking because I think it's Tylee's ability in chi blocking and Tylee is her entire fight style that beats her Mako. gymnastics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Suki doesn't you're right. have that. You're right. It's not just the chi blo- blocking that beats him. It's I. Su- I yeah. actually. Yep. I agree. Suki's more like a head-on fighter. Yeah, and Tylee is graceful, and and that's why Tylee gets the upper hand on mo- a <laughs> lot of a lot of people that are very powerful. It's because they're like, "What the hell is going?" And she's it's like trying to you. hit a feather in the wind, dude. Like, yeah, what are you gonna yeah, do? exactly, exactly. So one of the things that we're kind of talking about are like hard counters. So if you play video games, which Ricky, I know you don't because you suck at them. Yep. Um, True. Hard counters <laughs> are are characters that counteract what makes a certain character unique. So what makes Tylee unique? Her her chi blocking. If you have a character that negates that, uh, so it's a, is what I'm uh, saying. I think chi blocking and acrobatics. The right. chi blocking, I think, is what makes her unique because she can still fight without the without the the chi blocking. But if you have someone who knows that she has chi blocking, or maybe even another chi blocker, it it there that's she's no longer unique. Mm, but I think. She has a mastery level over. I mean, I mean the the equalists. 
I think Tyree could mess them up any day of the week. Unless Ooh. Tylee gets chi blocked by by uh, an equalist. She doesn't need chi. She's not a bender. She doesn't need they they don't they can't even move after right. they get chi blocked. Hmm. So you you said that do you have a counter to Tylee? What I'm saying because you made the comment about oh, let's take her the, her fighting style away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about hard counters, buddy. So what makes Mako why why is Mako even in this conversation? Why is Mako versus the world right now? Because we're saying that he's a, a better firebender, techn- maybe technical-wise, over over anyone in Atla. What makes him unique in that sense is that he can generate lightning instantly. He doesn't need to do the, the, the little warm-up warm up thing that Azula has to do and that Ozai has to do and that Iroh has to do. He just does it instantly. If you take that away, if the if the the... Lightning is no longer a factor, then Mako loses that fight. Mm-hmm. If someone can redirect, Mako loses that fight. That would be his hard counter. I think Mako, he's not super OP. He's kind of like Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. Like oh every, my everyone God. Else is, yeah. Everyone else around him is getting is getting stronger, and, and Piccolo is just kind of like, yeah, he's yeah. just like there, but he's always there when you need him. Sure, but he's, he's always, not. He's always down, but yeah. it's like sit this one out. Yeah, it's like, uh, are you, you know, we probably could have done it without you. But yeah. I'm glad you're here too. <laughs> so we have Mako. No, as at Piccolo. the same time though, Piccolo always comes in and saves the like he saves Goku's he, ass like a hundred times. He does. So but he's by yeah. dying. He'll take a hit. He'll take a death. He's like ah. The only reason why I bring that up is because I'm watching Dragon Ball Super right Dude, now. Uh, so oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. yeah. What 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 series are you on? Like what? I just oh started my God. it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Anyway. I'm enjoying it. We have Sokka as Krillin today, and we have uh, Mako as Piccolo. We're <laughs> really go. hitting them Dragon Ball references there today. Uh, damn. All right. So, so Mako versus the world, it seems like it's a 50-50 split right now. Um, are, are, you, are you keeping count? I think he beats Suki. Beats okay. Sugi, right? Okay. But not Tylee. And then you said you said I Katara. Think, dude, I don't know. I think should we start tallying these? We should. Let's do win versus loss real quick. Let's just run through it. All right, all right, all right. So the so. wins we have written down for Mako. This is for Mako. Katara. Win. Let's start with a gang. So Katara. You're saying he we, beats Katara? I think he win. beats Katara. Did we talk about that yet? We, I think he beat. We glossed over it. We real just quick. talked about the hard counters to. I think lightning is a hard counter to water. Oh, yeah. I'd give him that. Yeah, The yeah. only reason why Katara won against Azula, another lightning bender, is... Ooh, no, no. Because Azula went nuts. I think I think Katara no, was no, losing no, no, that no, fight. No, no, no. You're to, wrong. Was, would, would lose Katara that Katara had the upper hand on Azula at Bossing Say. It wasn't until Zuko intervened that they started losing. She had, like, two arms and a leg wrapped in water. And that's when Zuko splits it off. Katara had the upper hand on Azula. I think you make Bossing a lot Say. of people mad if you said Zuko or <laughs> if you said uh, Mako beats Katara. I think Mako beats Katara. I kind of do too. I'm I'm going the Pokemon route, dude. I really am. That that's kind of how I'm I'm okay. basing this. Is that what can can Katara redirect lightning? No. I mean, is that that's strictly a firebending move? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So she can't. Re- her water bending, unless she somehow bends water back at him that's electrically charged, you know, I don't know. That'd be cool. That would be cool as <laughs> shit. I know, right? If it doesn't touch her and she just bends it right back, oh my God. 
But uh, she and she's capable of doing that, right? Because water is is we just is seen it. send it back at you. That's right. the fighting style, right? Is. So anyway, but I I think I think Katara or uh, uh, Mako beats Katara. I have to agree. Okay, let's write we it down. W W for Mako. Okay. Uh, we did Ty Lee is an L. Ty Lee is an L for Mako. But Suki is a win. Suki's a win. Sokka. Sokka. Sokka's a win. Zuko. Zuko. Okay. Yep. We're going to get so much hate. I know, right? We're yeah. Win. yeah. This is... Dude, people are going to be so mad at us. <laughs> um, Iroh beats Mako. Ozai beats Mako. Azula beats Mako. Azula beats Mako. Zhang Zhang? 4-4. Zhang Zhang? That's a win. That's a win. So that's 5-4. Um, and then we started talking. Well, f- so what we about in- May? What if she? What if he fights May? He beats May. You think, I he, think beats he beats May? May. Yeah, he beats May. Yeah. Okay. That's May, May's, May. Just, May's just got pointy things. May. <laughs> I don't know, man. May is good support. Yeah, like Ty Lee. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I think Ty Lee stands better on her own than uh, than May. We don't know enough. About and May. I, mean, I mean, when Azula and May were showing down before Tylene, Ty Lee intervened. You're like, May's about to get fucked up if she really squares up with Azula. I don't have a lot of confidence in May. Mm, but she did bang up all those guards at the Boiling Rock. Yeah, she did. Like, all the really henchmen bad. guards? Come on. Whatever. Mm, but it was pretty fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. It's no, they're, no, they're no Makos, though. Who else do we have? Uh, I think that's it. Was that all we ran through so far? I think that's it. Makos Oh, Bolin. I think he, he loses to Bolin. Yeah. Yep, that's right. That's what we talked about. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talked about any other uh, Korra fights. Wow, tough battle. Yeah, dude. 6-5. Six, 6-5. Five. Six, five. Six, five, Mako winning. Yeah. Mako winning. Shit. That's more I, than I would have thought. I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting Mako to come out on uh, top. Uh, he he beats uh, Zhao. We talked about that too. Damn it. Oh yeah, that's yep. that's 7. That's 7-5. Seven. Seven, does Zhao even count? I feel yeah. Like, he's a firebender. I know. Yeah, I know. We have to. Hey, he's, don't. Uh, it's just like Zhao. You're he's just basic. Yeah. He's just a basic uh, dick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> basic dick. <laughs> basic bitch. I think that. Yeah, I think that's I, it. All right. Well, you you brought this up at the beginning of the episode. Is Mako more powerful than blah blah blah? We figured it out. I mean, according to our tallies, he okay. he has more wins. According but to us, I said more. Or I said any any firebender, right? In Ala. So I, if we remove if we remove the non firebenders, well, we actually disagreed with that because we said I think it's three three Azula Iro and Azula Ozai Azula can Ilo. beat him. Yep, but then he also he beats Zuko, Zhang Zhang, and uh, Zhao. So if we're going off just firebenders, it's, three, three. it's a split. It's a split. But he does have advantage over some of the other members. The non benders, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, hmm. we said he beats Sokka. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. said he beats all them. We the tally. It's a it's a little unfair because we're like, let's put a bender against a non bender, and like we all know, like that's the whole thing with with, with Sokka. Sokka's master. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, I mean, we said Ty Lee beats him, right? Didn't we? Ty Lee beats him. Yeah. Yeah. So, did we tally that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on there. So okay. I don't know if we have enough time to go through. We like, could. We know. have a list of things, and we just did <laughs> Mako all day. Mako versus the world. What the hell? What the <laughs> hell? We have like all these different things to go through. We didn't even get to talk about Mako versus Toph. You know what? I don't think that's even a. a, a uh, Toph beats Mako. Yeah. yeah. If Bolin yeah. beats Mako, yeah. Toph beats Mako. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kuvira beats Mako. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Earthbending beats, beats Mako. Let me tally. Yeah. He, tally that would, that I'm be... tallying these as you speak. <laughs> I'm like, Ma- Mako loses. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Boomy. Mako might be. No, Boomy's no, way too dude. OP. Yeah, uh, rock. Rock, yeah. rock beats lightning. Chin bending Boomy beats yeah. Mako. Oh, dude. I can't wait to talk about Boomy versus. Do you, we don't. Do we even have the time for that? We don't. <laughs> no, no, we don't. There is one that we did want to talk, touch on, though. One more showdown that we'll Real get quick, to. Does, do you guys think earthbending is superior to firebending then in that sense? No, I think earthbending is superior to lightning bending, which if right. that's your main type, right. then you lose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you're... And if your brother, you know, lava bends, I think you lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your brother that you trained with your whole life who probably knows your style exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, so – one right. one mini one mini uh, showdown. Let's do this. Let's let's do it because it is showdowns, and we only talked about like one. Well, Mako versus the world. Yeah, I guess. yeah. It's Mako versus the world at this point. Um, we did have one that was kind of funny, and that's gonna be Appa versus the saber tooth moose lion. Uh, cuddly fufu cuddly poops. cuddly poops. Fufu yeah. cuddly poops is the pup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That he nicknames, and then the. We're talking big about Mama Big Mac Moose Daddy. Lion, yeah. Lion comes in. Who who wins that one? <laughs> Come on. I think Appa. I think the flight is OP is to that, the ground. Like, is that really something you, like you should think upon? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think Appa. Appa yeah, wins. Yeah. Wouldn't that be an interesting fight, though? I mean, be. that thing's pretty big and savage. Okay, We're not talking about just like some little. Because if it hit, but it's air. That's the thing. If Appa, Appa swings does, its tail. What about Samurai Appa versus? <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Oppo versus Fufu Kali Poop's mother. Samurai Oppo beats Mako. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a showdown. Dude, Ronin Momo versus versus Mako. <laughs> I want to get a Ronin Momo tattoo. Fuck yeah, man. So um, it's Oppo, right? It's Oppo. So Oppo doesn't really use his air bending so much and the, all they do he is can, they do this like platypus slap of the tail. Yeah. Boom. He, boom. He, he, He's in the air. The 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 moose lion is grounded. We don't. Yeah, but we don't see Ma, whenever Appa fights. He's not in the air. The way he fights on the ground. The way Aang, uh, if it was on the ground, it's done. It's, moose lion wins. I don't agree with that. I think so. I don't agree with that. Appa's too. Appa's too slow. He has big horns, just like the moose lion. The moose lion has bigger antlers. Do you know how males fight in the wild? <laughs> you know, no. it's the one with the bigger horns. I, I think Appa is a bigger animal. He is bigger, like way bigger, not even close. Uh, yeah, and especially in like density. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Bi- he's a thick boy. He's got five stomachs. Doesn't Appa fight the uh, forest spirit? Hey, bye. Hey, bye. Don't they mm, show down a little no. bit? They're the same size, though, aren't They're, they? Oh, that may. Uh, no. Appa fights some beast, and either maybe in the comics or oh, uh, he does in the he, oh he, he, he fights the spirit he beast. fights the spirit wolf the blue spirit, spirit wolf. wolf yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh in the rift in, it, no it's in uh, the search the, the search. search yeah yeah he fights that thing and whoops that thing's ass grounded yeah, actually yeah grounded yeah yeah huh. huh there we go. This is getting deeper than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> but the way that Aang beats the moose lion is with a giant gust of air on the ground. Right. And that's why Toph is like, you stood up to a moose lion. And better yet, you stood up to me. 
Yeah. I think the moose lion, it's fun one to think about, but Appa smashes. Appa too. Yeah. Appa too goat. He lays that big tail down on him. Big old patap. What do you call it? Platypus. Platypus. <laughs> Platypus slap. Yeah, which the, he's inspired by a manatee, so it's more like a manatee tail, I guess. Who? Appa. Appa. He's the sky he's a, bisons. In he's in, he's inspired by a the cat bus. Cat yes, bus. Yes, from cat, from uh, Miyazaki. From my neighbor Totoro. Oh, okay. You're Did you not listen to <laughs> Braving the Elements? <laughs> I listen every week. Every week. I need updates. I actually haven't listened to it recently. I haven't either. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. You guys are casuals. <laughs> I live the You live the life. Hey, live I live the life, okay? So, Appa, well, so when Beast of Four Nation comes out, we are going to be doing a Beast of Four Nation showdown Let's episode, do it. right? Let's oh, like, my right? God. That's yeah, so man. fun. Yeah, we totally should. And I'm so, I think that's like the most excited I've been. I'm, I'm most excited about that bit of content Doesn't coming that, out like in the in past. Like November is when it comes out, right? Yeah, Something it was like delayed. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out in October and it got delayed. Yeah, let's see. Formation. Austin's been really, really on it with the keyboard today. I, I don't know if you can hear it clacking away. Oh, yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> you I, might can. Not, I have a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, are you subscribed to that sub- subreddit? Oh, dude. It, yeah, no, this comes out uh, January 2nd, uh, 2079. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Literally, look at this <laughs> on Insta on on uh, Amazon. Is that like software gore or something like that? <laughs> Somebody messed up. Yeah, yeah. someone yeah. messed up. Yeah, or maybe because it's been delayed, so it's just not they don't have a new release date. Yeah, and they're like twenty seventy nine. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's possible. That. Uh, I Let's am see. curious to see when it actually. See another oh, February twenty second, twenty twenty two. Man, that's so long. Way off. That is so far away. Samsonite. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. It was due to be released, but Dark Horse does not currently have a, a set date, so we don't, Man, even, we don't even know. that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky. You're like it's six okay, months, and then you're like, just kidding. Or never. never. <laughs> 2079. It's anywhere from between here and never. So, yeah. so just uh, every day, for that yeah, every day for when that you wake up, be like, is it out yet? Nope. All right. You can't even pre-order it, it looks like. They're not Lame. even taking pre-orders. So that sucks. But uh, no, I think I think we, we did want to do a uh, Avatar showdown, but this is just Mako versus the world. Yeah, now. right. So And we then might. and then Oppa versus some. Maybe some, next some week members. we can we can do the same thing because we have a lot of people on this list that we didn't even touch. Hit us up on Instagram too. Uh, let us know what showdowns you want to see. Go back and listen to our showdown episode and see and, you know, if there's anyone that we might have missed. And make sure, uh, I believe in this show, Ian was the first one to say uh, uh, Mako would beat Zuko. So if you have any hate, <laughs> make sure to direct it right at him. Yep. That was, for the record, that was Ian that said that. So for the record, Ricky agreed immediately I agree. after. I agree. Okay. You can point some hate at me too. I don't even know where I stood on that. I would. I'll, I'll debate anybody. I love debating. This, if we can keep this conversation going, well, we like going, playing devil's advocate on things too. Sure. You know, who, whether or not we agree with it, right? It's fun, right? It's fun. This is what we do every week. Yeah, <laughs> this is really like why the podcast started. These <laughs> conversations, exactly. So, with that being said, you guys want to wrap it up. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Remember to follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, With that being said, Austin, you ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep.